Hey guys, I want to open up with a, another dad joke. Now, granted, I did just look these up right now. I haven't had time to review them. You're supposed to own it. Just deliver no, it. No, I, I am owning this. So okay, basically... You're not owning it. You no, just admitted that you looked it up. I'm, but my <laughs> thing is, is that if it's not funny, it's on me. Okay? Yeah. Yeah, but at least you tried. No. So... We all know it's on you. Why do fathers take an extra pair of socks when they go golfing? Here, let's that? actually think about that. Let's actually think about that. Say that one more time. Why do fathers take an extra pair of socks when they go golfing? I know nothing about golf, so uh, but I do know a thing or two about dads. For extra cushion. In case they get a hole in one. Oh. Oh, I got Cameron. Yeah, I got Cameron. Yeah, that's a good one. That's, that's pretty good. good. That's pretty that's good. good one. Okay. Singing in the shower is fun until you get soap in your mouth. Then it's a soap opera. No? I didn't read it. <laughs> that's Cameron's fake laugh. Okay, let's oh. get started. Jesus. Hey guys, welcome back to another Code 3 podcast. We really hope you enjoyed that video um, that we made for our intro. Uh, also, just letting you guys know that if you guys comment on the YouTube or on Instagram about topics that you guys want us to talk about, um, we will do that literally on the next podcast. The next time we record, we'll make sure to put it on the set list and make sure that we talk about it. But for right now, my name is Juan. I'm Cameron. My name is Mason. And we are here with some burning topics but first how was y'all's thanksgiving mine was good it was short uh i was only able to be there for about two hours before i had to go home and go to sleep go to work Damn, that sounds like fun mine was <laughs> mine was pretty long i mean it was good but it was long because obviously we work night shift and i had to like rush to my dad's house sleep for like five hours and was there till for about five hours and drive to my mom's and was there for the remaining night until i had to go to work and then still work an eight-hour shift on top of all that so god damn but it was fun it was good good food and plus fucking cowboys lost. the what the cowboys lost damn well um my thanksgiving was good i woke up How was uh it? i woke up um and i should already be blessed for that. I, for, I forgot that I forgot what happened, but I know I went to two Thanksgivings. I went to Angela's first, and uh, it was really good. I mean, um, no complaints about you know no complaints. It was pretty good. And I went to mine, and it was pretty good. But I was already full from Angela's Thanksgiving, so I barely ate anything at my my parents' house. But other than that, it was pretty good. No complaints. Damn, Angela just told me that you had three plates at her family's house. I had two plates. I don't know why she's lying. <laughs> she probably had three plates of just mac and cheese and then got the Thanksgiving food. So, okay, well, oh, man, I was disappointed, man. So, um, about a week or two ago, I think it was a week ago, we went to a Friendsgiving of a, of a, friend, a family friend's house. We went yeah. to a, thanks, a Friendsgiving, and what I thought was mac and cheese was not mac and cheese. What was it? I don't fucking know. Was it like potato salad or something? Egg salad? <laughs> no. I mean, it was like circle noodles. So I was like, okay, maybe it's mac and cheese, but it's just weird noodles. Oh, that's tortellini. With other cheeses in it, like different. Yeah, it's something like that. It's, it's like almost like cheese. Uh, it's almost like ravioli, but they're circles. I, was I think that's tortellini. Tortellini is shit. You saw that and you thought mac and cheese? It was cheesy. <laughs> But it, it it was not mac Look, and cheese. This is the I guy that eats chicken nuggets at every meal. <laughs> he doesn't know what Cameron, what did, you is. Just, what did you just eat at Brahms? <laughs> I, I I did have some chicken tendies. <laughs> chicken tendies. But that other that was for Friendsgiving. But for Thanksgiving, everything was actually good. I didn't have anything that wasn't like ah, wasn't what it was like hyped up to be. You know. Yeah. Had some good food. Well, same here. Although I was a little disappointed. Because my aunt did not make her famous chocolate pie, her homemade chocolate pie. She did not make it this year. Aw. But uh, oh, wait, oh, you wait. talked highly about yeah, that the it, last it is episode. So freaking good. We even told you to save us some. I know, but there wasn't any to say. There was none. She instead, she was her. the one in charge of bringing the turkey and ham. How do we know? So this she is didn't true. make any any desserts. How do we know that you didn't eat it all? I wouldn't lie to y'all. No, 
That's a lie. You just lied right now. You're capping Cam. You're smiling. <laughs> I swear. The, I, I put it Juan, on you God. Lean back? <laughs> I'm trying to I'm, watch Cameron. <laughs> on God, there was no chocolate pie. I'm over here blocking Mason's line of sight. I'm over here breaking my neck trying to look at Cam. In fact, the only desserts we had was fruit salad, uh, bread pudding. Fruit salad's a fucking dessert? <laughs> I consider it because it's sweet, you know, and uh, some yams, if you can consider that dessert. Those are only sweet things we had. Are y'all hearing Oh, no, buzzing? there was some, like, lemon lemon squares. I don't really like those. Lemon squares are good. I don't I, I don't care for lemon-flavored stuff. What yeah. is it, Juan? You're like... No, I don't hear it anymore. Oh, okay. Uh, he was talking about hearing buzzing. But lemon squares, those are pretty good. So, speaking about food... Um. I wanted to talk, I wanted to ask you do you think that you could handle being on like one of those super strict TV shows like Hell's Kitchen and stuff like that I got Angela into watching it so we're back on it on that Gordon Ramsay show are, are you talking about being a cook yeah. Well, not about being. Don't worry about being a cook. Like, say you're just an amateur cook. You you kind of know how to cook, but can you? It doesn't have to be Hell's Kitchen. Like, just any kind of those strict TV shows where they're on your ass all the time. And you're just a contestant trying to win money. Can I see myself eating the food that they make? <laughs> no. Can you see yourself competing <laughs> in the, the, the competition? No. I barely learned how to use the damn air crisp fryer. <laughs> damn. I, I, still have to, I still have to ask Jalen, how many degrees do I need cooking in? <laughs> like, I, dude, I, I, can, I barely make spaghetti. Well, all right then. I mean, I'm, I, I, guess I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, can you handle, like, it's just a competition. You got somebody like Gordon Ramsay just fucking yelling Roasting at your face. Him. Yeah, you fat fuck, you idiot sandwich. <laughs> or, or, or what did he do? He put two <coughs> You fucking of- donkey. <laughs> Where's the lamb sauce? Wait, what does he say? He goes, he, he says it a lie. He goes, oh, you fucking donut. <laughs> he just calls people donuts. But in all seriousness, do you think you can do that? Because I know you can you can cook somewhat in a way. So would ah, you? man, not not a Hell's Kitchen level. No, but let, let's just say they had a amateur intermediate level. You know, they do. It's called Master Chef. That master that <laughs> doesn't sound like it's, that. They get a bunch of amateur chefs. And then they, they just put them all together and compete all the way to the end. But um, no, I, if they had a beginner level, yeah, I think I can do that. Well, that's kind of like uh, you ever. There's a show me and Cheyenne watch, the Great British Baking Show. You ever watch that? Mm-mm. So it's more like baking cakes, cookies, all that stuff. And it, you know, it's kind of like a nice little show. But the competition part of it, it seems pretty tough. And like the the guy who, uh, like the judge, his name is Paul Hollywood. And he's kind of like the Gordon Ramsay of baking. Yeah. Except he's not as mean. He's not. He doesn't like curse at him or nothing. In fact, he's not even there while they're doing the competition. He kind of he'll pop his head in and stuff, see what they're doing. But most of the time, he leaves them to their own devices, and then he'll judge their so stuff after. I'm, I'm going to go off topic here in a minute or right now. Um, so basically, you just said you watched that show, right? Yeah. Why is it that when we ask you to watch Peaky Blinders? Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> Anything else? Oh, I don't really watch TV, but you watch the British Baking Show. <laughs> I, look, I get it. It's with your wife. I get yeah. it. But you would take time to watch the British Baking Show, but not any other show that we will because, watch. Because you know these are like twenty-minute shows. Uh, you know, I don't have a very long attention span. I'm I'm watching that. It gets kind of interesting. But anyways, let me get back to what uh, we'll get. We'll come back to that here <laughs> okay, in a minute. That's curious. So anyway. Or even the Squid Game that is popping up on the TV. You never watched that. I watched the first episode of it. That doesn't mean you watched the full first episode. <laughs> yes, but, but but let me finish what I've got <laughs> to okay, say okay, here. My, okay, so anyway, they there's twelve bakers at the beginning, and there could be one guy who's just nailing it every fucking time, and they have three challenges on each episode, and it, each, I mean, they're there for like ten weeks. Yeah, they're there for like ten weeks, and then. Uh, are y'all listening? Yeah. <laughs> They're there for 10 weeks. There could be one guy five weeks in who has nailed it on every episode, every competition, and then fucks up on one part of one competition, and just everyone else does really good. He could be sent home. 
Just Damn. just for one little mistake on something else when everyone else didn't make that mistake. No matter how great he could get Star Baker every every uh, episode, but when it comes to just like messing up on one thing, maybe he uh, you know didn't get uh, the exact thing that they wanted, or like he overbaked or, or underbaked something, he could be sent home. Yeah. You know, it's it, it, you know it, it, it's like a. Uh, because he did so good, it's like tough watching that. Because it's like, holy shit, this guy is somebody we're rooting for. He did so good on everything. And then just like one episode, he kind of fucked know, up. That's that's not entirely in the same way. Now, this is going back to TV shows, not necessarily. Thank you, babe. Not necessarily like cooking. But, you know, I, I watched Survivor. You ever heard of Survivor? Yeah, yeah. You ever watched it? Yes. Basically, <laughs> that's an are, old show. Yeah, I know. But they, they're on their, th- like, their 30th, 40th yeah. season. So it's still going on. But yeah, you could be the top dog every week. But if you fuck up in a, in a competition or in a thing or you didn't get the fire start or you did something to fuck up, even though you're a top player, you're athletic, you're good, you get voted off. Yeah, that's true. As it should be. What? <laughs> yeah, you do good. But as soon as you fuck I up. I mean, hell. I mean, that's how it is on, um, I mean, Hell's Kitchen. I mean, everything can turn on one mess up of something and it could be something where where hell's kitchen they got orders flying in they're cooking for a lot of people and that's part of the competition and there he's cooking out he's calling out stuff real quick he goes attention you know and you got to pay attention while you're cooking the food you're already doing a billion things and then you got to pay attention you got one halib two scallops, you know uh, three risotto stuff like that and you got to pay attention to that. And then once you fuck up on, what, a scallop, maybe it's undercooked. And then all of a sudden, Gordon Ramsay has to stop what you're doing. And then he calls you over here to call you a donkey and then throw scallop <laughs> at your face. You know? Yeah. Get, I, I bet that could be frustrating. Fucking Hell's, uh, Hell's Kitchen is kind of like training camp. But see, when I, when I watch shows <laughs> like yeah, that. Yeah, yell that. When I watch shows like face. that. Not necessarily cooking shows and stuff, but when I watch shows like that competition where you could get sent home at any moment and stuff, I always feel like I'd be the first one to be sent home. Because the stuff that they're doing, I was like, holy shit, I wouldn't know how to do any of that. Well, that's what a lot of people do, especially with Survivor. Because, uh, you know, some sometimes very small celebrities or even sometimes big celebrities would go on. Jimmy Johnson was the head coach for the Dallas Cowboys. He's the one that won them two Super Bowls in the 90s. He he went on a show and he got voted off first because it's like hey you don't need a million dollars you you're you're about money get you out of here because since he's famous he's gonna be a fan favorite and people will vote for him in the final round because in Survivor the final round is for America to vote not necessarily well vote. usually when celebrities go on those shows it's usually for charity like it's, the money they win yeah. is donated to charity that's even like with game shows when they have special episodes where it's just celebrities they don't get that money the money goes to charity which again. I don't understand that. Why? I mean, I get it. It's for the for the for the ratings and the views and stuff. But it's like, why don't you just donate the fucking money? Yeah. Why, why does someone and, have to win? Even even when Jimmy Johnson got voted off, he was like, I I knew I wasn't going to win or go far in the game, but I just want to be a part. I really wanted the experience to come out here. So he wasn't doing it for the money. Hell, I mean, that's why I would go on Hell's Kitchen or something. I mean, yeah, he might be yelling in my face because I did everything but completely wrong. But I get to meet Gordon. Ramsay. Gordon, I'm such a big fan. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, donkey. Get back in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, actually, a little fun fact, but uh. You know, you know the country singer Chase Rice. No, no. He he has a couple of hit songs, but years ago he was on uh, Survivor, but he wasn't famous then. And he said that he just wanted to get into country music, and here here he is years later, and he has a few hit songs. He had, he was actually second or third. He almost won. What's it called? Um. <laughs> <laughs> what was that noise you made? You're like. All right. That's nice. <laughs> I, didn't hear that. I uh, guess we're transitioning to another topic. Well, hold on. Before we transition, <laughs> or do you have something else to say about the TV shows? Yeah, I mean, about that strict TV show, I wanted to see how, I wanted us to rate each other on how we think that we would do under a stressful TV show. Uh, are we ranking ourselves or everybody else? Everybody else. So you pick somebody to rank. I mean, it really depends on what the show is. And I mean, let's say uh, we talking athletic stress, we talking mental stress. Mental stress for sure. So let's let's just say say we're all at the same level of cooking in Hell's Kitchen. I feel like we've all seen clips of that show. Yeah. So we all know that show pretty well. Um You wanna go first? Get off. <laughs> okay. So anyway, 
when it comes to getting yelled at, get cussed at and stuff, I feel like I'm used to that. Like, growing up with my dad and stuff. He just like, grabbed you and <laughs> called you a dick face. Well, the thing is, like, <laughs> working with him, doing stuff for him, helping him out in the yard, helping him in the kitchen and Not stuff. Not holding the flashlight right. Yeah, uh, you know, little things like that. It was always, like, it was like, you can't do a damn thing right. Pull your head out of your ass. You know, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And you know what? I'm That's just, how my I'm used to it. I don't think, and then I don't even know Gordon Ramsay. So if he's sitting there yelling at me, I don't give a fuck. I don't know you, you know? So it's like, bro, you haven't said anything I haven't heard before. So I feel like mentally, I, I don't think I would do that bad. But I, you said that we're all at the same level of cooking, right? Yeah. Are we all like really good, really bad? Yeah, we're pretty, pretty good, I guess. Okay. So, I mean, again, though, ah. See, it's not what gets people that they're not good. What gets people is the stress yeah. of doing it in a timely manner and doing it perfectly and doing it consistently. That's what gets people on that show. I feel like uh, I feel like I feel like Mason will probably be one of the first to leave. To leave. <laughs> I yeah. just feel I just feel like it would, I feel like if he was in that show, I just feel like he would not be a main character in the show, but he would definitely be the first one to leave, and he'll be like, "What the fuck." <laughs> <laughs> What did I do wrong? <laughs> that, I feel like that would be amazing. I feel like you can you can maintain yourself. I mean, maybe. Maybe. But then again, I can't really see myself as a cook. See, that's what's kind of hard to picture this. Yeah. Because if we're going based on our talents and our level of skill now, I would most definitely not yeah, even make the fight. I wouldn't even make the cut to be on the fucking yeah, TV same. show. Same. Uh, <laughs> what, you know. what, what do you think your strength TV show would be? My strength TV show? Would it be Survivor? Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore? <laughs> no. All those motherfuckers <laughs> do going to a bar and drink. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No. I don't know, though. Mason don't have the tan. No, but I, I, man, I would really like to try Survivor. I really would. Um, Can you get that one? The only thing that would probably get me are the fucking puzzle games that they have to do. <laughs> I can't do puzzle. Because they know me in the, in the challenge they have to do. It's athletic stuff, but towards the end, it's like, uh, it's basically puzzles that you have to do. But... I can't really think of any other TV show that I could probably be a part you got of. Yeah, no talents. No, <laughs> <laughs> I have no talents. I feel like Cameron could probably do Survivor, probably a little Maybe. bit better. Been a long time since I've seen it. It's I a mean, good show. I, I used get, to watch it in the kind of the mid two thousands. Well, they got parents. they got two seasons on Netflix. Nice. Yeah. All right. So, what are you going to go into? What what show? God, I don't, I don't. No, I said, what were you going to go into? Oh, <laughs> so speaking of the TV shows, I wanted to kind of talk about. You ever watch Forge and Fire? I have. That's another yeah. one of those competition shows, and you've got to be a blacksmith or a bladesmith, yeah, to get on, and you got to be a you know a pretty decent one. Yeah, it's not one of those things. And I mean, they're all amateurs. They're not like full time bladesmiths and stuff. But you have this panel of judges. There's there's three. Like expert bladesmiths, and, and they give you what a couple hours. Yeah, they give from you nothing. The to first, build a fucking sword. the first round is three hours, I think, to yeah. make your blade out of nothing. Uh, and th th this is the thing that gets me. <laughs> I love this show. I, you know, I think it's great. But it's like they make these blades. They they have a certain amount of times they have to meet parameters. You know, sometimes yeah. the, the first thing you make is a knife, and it's usually between twelve and fourteen inches, and uh, then. One person gets eliminated because there's four at the beginning. One gets eliminated because they didn't meet parameters or their blade just didn't make the cut. Then they have to add their handle and everything. Ha, ha, make the cut. Yeah, yeah. I like what you do there. So here, the thing is, then they go into the little competition. They have like, you know, they test the, the strength of your blade by hitting it on a fucking concrete block. And here's the thing. All three of those guys could make a nice blade. They go and bang this thing on a concrete block and they all... It dulls their blades, and they're just like, what a bunch of fucking failures. <laughs> <laughs> and then right after that strength test, they yeah, got to go have, into the sharpness yeah, test. Yeah, the sharpness <laughs> test. They like have to cut something, like apples or something. A rope. Normally, they would do rope cutting, rope, though, wouldn't they? Or, yeah. yeah, or sometimes they line up these apples, and then they like Hell, slide the blade. Yeah, like I've, I've seen on, I mean, I know we're talking about knives, but the bigger the blade is, they'll go into hanging a whole pig. And then slicing through. Yeah, the they pig usually at have the speed. ballistic dummy, or they'll hang a, a pig that they have drained out, and they'll they'll cut it up. But that's another thing that gets me: the contestants. They've watched the show, otherwise they wouldn't be on it. They would have no idea what it is. Yeah, they they go they they think they're pretty good bladesmith. They'll put in to go on the show, 
And again, they've watched all the episodes. They're, they're like, yeah, I've been watching uh, Forge and Fire since the very beginning. I, I think I, I can do it. I, I yell at my TV when I see things, uh, when I see mistakes. And everyone knows the final challenge is to make a fucking sword. But every single time with those contestants, they're like, the judges are like, all right, Bladesmiths, today you'll be making whoa, uh, the, the, lo- the medieval longsword. And they're like, oh, shit, I've never made a sword before. <laughs> I didn't know we were going to be making a fucking sword. I've only sword. made okay. pocket so, knives now. Yeah. So now that you mentioned that, I'm going, I'm going to go back to Survivor for a little bit. But basically, uh, as soon as you get on the island and you have your new team, you have the new people you don't know, um, normally, right at the beginning... You can, if you go look around, you can find an immunity idol, which that means that you're safe from getting sent home the next round, no matter what. You can use that. Every time, every beginning, like the first episode, as soon as they get to the island, these people watch Survivor for years. That's why they're on there. They love Survivor. And normally one person would be like, while well, everyone's out building camp and building a shelter, I'm going to go look for the immunity idol. They're not going to know I'm gone. But everyone always knows, do not go and search for the f- immunity idol. You're going to get known. You're going to get fucking thrown out. You're going to get... Vote it out. That's the first thing you're going to do. And they know that. And when they get caught, they're like, oh, man, I watched Survivor for years. I know the first person normally goes and gets a, uh, looks, looks for immunity idol gets sent home. But they're not going to know it's me. And then they end up fucking island. No, like, hey, where's so-and-so at? Where's Jake at? Oh, we ain't seen him in a while. He went to go take he's, a piss. He's going to look for a fucking immunity idol. But they watch that they know to not be the first one to go look for that shit. What are you laughing at, babe? Yeah, no, uh, my dog's name is Jake, but yes. But basically, they, they know not to do that, but they fucking go and do it. Yeah. And then they get voted off. And they're like, man, what the fuck? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I, going back to Forge and Fire, they're, they've got all these things that they do. Like, uh, you know, they, they're given certain medals to make those first knives and stuff in the first challenges. And they're given, like, sometimes they're given ball bearings. And that's like a. That's like a constant thing that they do on a lot of episodes. Not every episode, but then they come on and they're they're like they're giving these ball bearings. They're like, oh shit, I don't know how to forge these ball bearings into a blade. It's like, <laughs> have you watched the fucking show? They're like, man, I hope the one time I'm on there, they're not going to do that. I'm yeah, do it. it's, but it's a good show. You know, it's fun to watch them uh, make those blades and stuff, but. It gets frustrating sometimes. They're like, you watch the show, you can practice at home. You have your own forge. <laughs> I know. A lot of them have at-home forges. Yeah. In fact, you kind of have to because if you make it to the final round, you're sent home yeah. to forge the, your final sword at your home forge. You make yeah. it make the best one you can. Yeah. yeah. So, you know. I saw some I, pretty I sick ones, man. Like I mean, Damascus I, and everything. I get it. Like, those medals probably pretty expensive. But if you're planning on going on that show... You're gonna want to know how to do all those things. Yeah, you know, you get you get the title of uh, Forge and Fire champion. The thing is, the money compared to other shows isn't a lot. Ten thousand yeah. dollars—it's a lot of money, but compared to other shows, the but, amount of money you but win. But I think that's only because there's only four contestants. There is only four contestants, and they do spend a lot of money on that show because they got to send those people home either on a plane, whatever they're paying for their hotel whenever they come up there. And I feel like that's a big thing with the what's that one tattoo show? You know what I'm talking about? I'm not sure. I, Eek, I, know. I think it's called Eek Master, but basically, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, you 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 have to do all sorts of tattoos. But one person will go in there only knowing how to do traditional or black and white ink. They don't know how to really do color. They don't know how to do yeah. And then you go in there knowing that you're gonna fucking have to make all kinds of tattoos. You can't just go on what you basically always know. And they'll go on that show and be like, oh, I've never done a traditional tattoo. I've never done this kind of ink before. Why the fuck get on the show? Why get on the show? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think it's like I think now that we're mentioning this, I think it's like that on almost every show. Yeah, it really is. And even want- on Hell's Kitchen, you got people that are they're cooking lamb and then they cook it raw, and then he yells at them and they go, and they go on the camera, never like behind lamb. the scenes. Oh, this is my first time cooking lamb. You know, I mean, I just thought, you know, hey, bro, <laughs> shit, bro, you, you over here with Gordon Ramsay, <laughs> it's gonna make you do it. And how does how does Hell Kitchens works? Like, are you uh, every other? show so or, so basically like you can be in charge of the grill or you'll be charging the sauce or you'll yeah, be in charge of that's how that's usually how it goes in charge of the garnish that the entrees the appetizers the meats the fish and all that stuff and like basically the it's the girls and guys they're separated guys are the blue team girls are the red team and basically like um it, whoever like they serve a lot of people and it's always like the red team versus the blue team 
So whoever loses that night, he'll decide the 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 losers are the red team. Red team select two people to go that home. you that you were voting to go home, and then whenever they bring them up at the end during judgment, um, Gordon Ramsay will pick one of those people to go home. You know what's funny? It's because the show, the the clips that you showed me. Obviously, you go into this restaurant knowing that. Gordon, it's Gordon Ramsay's show, and as a customer, you want to go and complain about your food to Gordon Ramsay. I know, and, dude. And he's he cusses you out, and you fucking all shocked because he cussed like, you out. He's like, "How about I get a pumpkin and shove it right up your ass?" <laughs> like the customers probably they they had to know that it's Gordon Ramsay's kitchen. Like they're going to this restaurant. And it's always some kind of Karen. That Hell yeah. yeah! I mean, one time it was a guy. He kept on asking gordon for pumpkin and his risotto or something that's the one i'm talking about he's like i'm about to get a pumpkin and show right up your ass do you want a hole or do you want a diced <laughs> i remember that well that's, what is okay so who talked are we done with the tv shows yeah i don't see it on here but it's something i want to talk about what? i've got a scenario for y'all it is on here is it I thought it was supposed to be one of the first things we talk about, but I don't see. Oh yeah, I sure didn't put a bike on here. So this is this scenarios with Cam. Yeah, yeah. So I just have one, but it's a really good one. Who's it for? It's for both of y'all. Y'all can y'all can work together or go against each other on this. Okay, I'm going to tell you the whole thing. Don't interrupt. I'm not adding anything to it. This isn't something that's supposed to be real funny. This is like something that's going to make you think. Okay. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So get ready for some fun. I'm drunk. No, I'm joking. I'm not. <laughs> so just just pay attention here. Okay. okay? okay. Attention. Everything that I'm saying is. Uh, what are you doing? Oh, okay. You're, you're cutting it off there. That's good. Okay, guys. I need you to listen closely. I'm gonna try to paint the best picture I can here for this. This is going to both of y'all. Okay. Say you're a prisoner, you're in prison, and you're trying to escape. And the rules of this prison is, you can escape, it's fine, if you can, because you're walking down this hallway in the prison. There's two doors right next to each other. They're identical. There's no way of knowing which door leads to what. But you know, one door leads to freedom, the other one is a trap. It'll trap you forever. In front of these doors, there's one on the left, one on the right, there's a guard, two guards, standing outside, one guard, in fr- one guard in front of each door. And you know one of those guards can only tell the truth, and one guard can only tell lies. You don't know which guard is which. You don't know which one can tell the truth. You don't know which one can tell a lie. You don't know which door leads to freedom. You don't know which one is a trap. You can ask one of the guards one question. How do you get out? How okay. do you? How are you for sure guaranteed to get through the door to lead to freedom? Let me just recap this. So we're in a prison. Yes. We're trying to escape. Yes. We see two doors. Mm-hmm. One door goes to freedom. One door is a trap. And there's two guards protecting each door. Mm-hmm. Well, they're standing outside. There's one guard on each side of the door. One doors. tells the truth and one lies. Yeah, but you don't know which one is so, which. So what? Basically, like, hey, no, this door's the one to freedom. Or no, this one's the one. That's- yeah. They, they can tell you, hey, this one leads to freedom. No, this one uh, uh, is a trap, but you don't know which one is the liar, which one only tells the truth. You can ask one of the guards one question. One question. One question. Lie if you're gay. No, I, I would ask the one that tells the truth. But you don't know which one tells the know. truth. Don't yeah, tells you don't know. You ask them both. Lie if you're gay. <laughs> is that your answer? <laughs> Yeah, that's your that's your question to them. I will let Mason go first. Okay, so this is this is how I would do it. Go up, and they they won't answer. They they won't talk to me. I only get to ask them one question each or together. You can ask one one question each if you want. Okay, yeah. I'll go to the door on the left. Okay, and I would ask him. I'll look at him. I'll size him up. Look at his facial characteristics. What if he is gay? What if he's like? He's like, yeah, I'm gay. Okay. So what? 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 what you t- I I look him out. I'm like, I'm checking him. I'm like trying to see if he has a ring on his finger. You know, if he is, if he's married. Okay. I just want to go ahead and add something here. These guards, stone cold robots. They don't give a fuck about emotion. <laughs> oh, Damn. God. You can't touch them. Touching them will lead to your immediate death. Okay. Now. 
I gotta think. Juan, you go ahead. I gotta this, think. This, I'm telling you, this one makes you think because that one question you ask them has got to be a good one. Otherwise, you just have a 50% chance of taking a door to your death. That's what I was going to say. I was like, this is basically a coin toss. <coughs> if you, only if you want it to be. I was actually thinking that too. I was like, flip a coin. There is a question you can ask that is guaranteed to lead to your freedom. Hmm. <sighs> okay. Or is Mason gay? That's the question you're going to ask. <laughs> yeah. They don't hopefully know me. it's the one that tells the truth. <laughs> they don't the know one me. that says no, I know that's the one lying. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do, Cam? <laughs> are you, are you, do y'all give up? I'm trying to think of the question that I'm throwing in the towel. Throwing in the towel. That's fine. It's, this is a hard one. You want to whisper it in my ear? No, I'm going to wait. I'll give y'all both the, the answer. <sighs> okay. Go ahead and say it, Cam, because we don't so have So let me reiterate here. Two guards. You don't know which one tells the truth, which one tells a lie. Two doors. One leads to freedom. One leads to, to a trap. You go up to one of the guards. doesn't matter which one because you don't know which is which. You go up to that guard and you ask, if I ask that other guard which door leads to freedom, which one is he going to point at? Whichever door that guard points at, you go into the other one. Let me explain. If it's the one that tells the truth and you ask him that question, of course he's going to say the one that doesn't lead to freedom because the other one's going to lie. If it's the liar, he's going to point to the one that's that's a trap because he's like, oh, he tells the truth. I tell a lie. If he asks him which one leads to freedom, I'm going to say he's going to say the one that leads to a trap. So that's that's how you beat it. Or kill them both. Put them in a fucking headlock. That's not an option. Nope. All right. <laughs> Remember, you touch them, it's immediate death. Yeah. Immediate death by rape. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. okay. That's right. a real mind boggler. <coughs> That's what it? I was going to say next. <coughs> <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah. That was definitely what I was going to say next. So, that yeah. was that was a scenario you've been holding on for a while. It is because I, I was like, man, my dad had told me that one years and years ago. And for some reason, when we were talking about these scenarios and stuff, a little bit later, I was thinking scenario. Oh, there's this one. That's a it's a real, real teaser. You know what I'm saying? Indeed, indeed. They should make a movie about that. Yeah, they should. A long movie, short movie, two two and a half hour long movie, just based off this door. This guy just thinking about what question he's gonna ask. <laughs> just an hour straight the back and forth. That'll be a Netflix original. We should pitch that idea to Netflix. Yeah, they'll deny it. They'll deny it. <laughs> so Mason recently had an engagement party. Uh, I forget when it was, but I do remember it very, it was a very weeks well because I had to go to work. So, um, but <laughs> I'll I'll shed some highlights here. Uh, one of my highlights is I almost broke my fucking back. Uh, <laughs> so we we did uh, pictures with Mason and you know I'm and all the groomsmen. Yeah, me and Cameron are part of the groomsmen. Cameron, at this point, he was drunk off his third Coors Light, and <laughs> and he was holding Mason's right foot. Yeah, so no, so what it was was uh, so I have them two, I have uh, and I think three other groomsmen. So five groomsmen's all together. Cameron's, get, going Cameron's getting a ring. Uh, we ha- I had five groomsmen, or is it six? Fuck, I can't think. Six, six. You have too damn many. <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, anyways, they were all trying to pick me up, uh, and I was supposed to lay, uh, well, horizontally. You were supposed to like sit like it's a chair or something. No, y'all were trying to hold my legs up, and as, like y'all were holding me. Anyways, they were trying to hold me up. Everybody should have their fucking arms on me. One, I don't know why, but he picked my fucking like upper body. Yeah, I, I put <laughs> I put myself in the in the probably the worst position. I'm not a light guy. Everybody else is on the sides. I, I decide, you know, as my boy, you know, I'm going to go in and put my back into it. I didn't know it was going to be literally because I literally sprained my back and I still have problems to this day. So him and him and Perales had like the, the heftier side of me. And then in the photo, Cameron just has my right foot. Yeah. He's trying <laughs> to take off. He's trying to take off Mason's boots. Let me explain. No, as we're all taking, it's supposed to be a picture. Cameron's over here yanking on my fucking foot. Well, let me explain. I think at the at one point <laughs> everyone was like, "Hey, groomsmen, let's take a picture." 
I had no idea. We were taking a picture. <laughs> I was just standing there, you know. And next thing I know, Mason's kind of up in the air. So I just grabbed the first thing I see. <laughs> I, I was drunk. Boot. A little bit more than three Coors Lights, but I was I was pretty drunk. Uh, in fact, I don't remember much about it. Damn, you're that far. <laughs> I don't drink much. I, I really yeah. don't. I don't. I don't go out. I don't have beers every day. And so when I do, is that a shot towards <laughs> me? No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> I don't drink every day. But when I do, when it's time for me to get drunk, I get drunk. <laughs> yeah, he gets drunk fast. Boy. So I, I wonder, um, probably during this while we're editing, if I could throw in that picture of a uh, of Cameron just holding my fucking foot. Yeah probably do that no, but me breaking my back yeah you can't Wait, even see one bro i'm not even gonna lie bro i'm not even gonna cap no no cap this week at work every time i got in my patrol car it, that's right here just right there on my on my right side <coughs> on the lower back and in my fat roll you gotta it, lift with your it, legs it hurts well if you weren't throwing his foot back <laughs> and throwing more weight to the back i mean it wouldn't be a problem. Well, Cameron. maybe if I knew what was going on. <laughs> you did. They said, Bruceman, let's take a picture. And you walk over there. I didn't know we were taking a picture. I just grabbed his foot. <laughs> I just started yanking it. <laughs> yanking the crank. That was funny. Yeah. That was funny. Uh, Juan, go ahead and tell the story about me taking a shot. Oh, yeah. So that was another one. Um, I don't hold my liquor I think at this well. point I had already left. Yeah, you did. Yeah. You, I you, had a designated driver, so it's okay. Yeah, okay. But anyway, uh so Mason had a shot of uh of a crown. Um so he doesn't hold his liquor well. Obviously all he drinks is, you know, cruise lights and uh what he's drinking now. Yeah, not Michelob. much dark liquor. Yeah. Nicolo Ultra. No dark beer, no dark liquor, no liquor at all. And then so he takes a shot of crown, you know, try to be cool. And then <laughs> like I always said if I take a shot <clears throat> and I'm quiet and people are talking to me and they want me to talk to them and I'm quiet, I'm not saying nothing, I'm going to, you better, better stand back. I'm trying to hold that shit down. And if I don't, it's coming up. And he, he fucking, he's talking normally. He's talking a while. So I'm recording thinking I'm going to get him like thrown up or something like almost immediately. So I put my camera up cause he wasn't thrown up. I was with another groomsman, Paralysis. And uh, we started walking toward the toward Mason. He was Mason was behind a trash can, and he looked very normal, you know, standing still. Then he made a weird face, and all of a sudden he just turned to his right, uh, put his whole body down, and just went <laughs> like, threw up. And then and then he just got back, he stood back up straight like it was nothing, like no one saw him. And then me Peraz just staring right at you when it happened. Well, uh, yeah, so that, that's where Mason was. Um, that night yeah sorry and then what was it like an hour or two later i told myself i'm not gonna do any more shots my fucking papa out of out of everyone who's not a big drinker come here big boy let's take a shot and i'm like yeah. what i'm like no nah. he's like no don't be a pussy <laughs> <laughs> and he was pouring boy and he, that guy he, was pouring he didn't just do a shot he did a shot and a half almost two shots and i'm like probably he gave dante more <laughs> he gave dante more than that he looked he's like bro you see this bro he, oh he even poured some of it out he's like i can't take all that <laughs> my papa was like just do it <laughs> But I ended up taking a shot with him, and I held it down. Maybe it was because I was more drunk at that point. I don't know. Yeah, there's a clip in this outro, uh, in this outro video, uh, at the end of this on YouTube, uh, where you can see Mason walking away. I was trying to record him so long. There's so many clips of me running with him. Mason's running around, and I'm thinking he's gonna finally throw up, and so I'm following, following him around with the camera, hoping I can catch it. <laughs> I never do. Never did. I got boy. so many videos of him drunk. We were talking about that in the <coughs> locker room. I got so many videos of him drunk, and he has like none damn, of one. Did, yeah, none of. Well, me. no, I got that he's one. Got, yeah, he's got the one of you crying. Yeah, he has that one. <laughs> I yeah, got one of him in the bathtub. Yeah, that was pretty gone. But yeah, I got the one of you crying, and that's just only because of Angela. Yeah. You know, Jacob has this one video of me. I'm where I'm in a tank top. And a big ass cowboy hat, foam cowboy hat from Six Flags, <laughs> and I'm singing along to that Asking Alexandria song when I was singing with with y'all that 
How, the time give, I, give us a little sample. Nah, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, he still has that. That was years ago, so the quality isn't great. But but what does that consist of? What do you mean? Where are you? Just just not, just not of you singing that. Yeah, that. But I'm screaming it. <laughs> I'm like really into I got, it. I got that one of you at the at the lake when you were passed out, and I woke you up, and the first thing you're, you're like heads all bobbling, and you're trying to drink some water. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we might put that in the outro. I don't know. Nah, yeah. no drunk videos. <laughs> yeah, no yeah. drunk videos unless you're here in person. Exactly. Anyway, all right. So I wanted to, I wanted to do this. It's kind of like scenarios, I guess. It's would like, you rather? Would you rather? I'm ready for it. Okay, Cameron, would you rather swallow dick? (laughs) (laughs) Let me give one to y'all real quick. It's a real simple one. It's clean. It's not dirty. It's, would you rather be forced to sing along to every song you hear or be forced to dance to every song you ever hear? Sing. I don't know how to sing. I sing like shit, but I love singing. I don't say, say it one more time. Say one more time. <clears throat> Would you rather be forced to sing along to every song you ever hear for the rest of your life or be forced to dance along to every song? Sing. Sing. It takes no effort, boy. I ain't Golly. trying to sweat every That's time true, I hear That's true, but song. just just think. <clears throat> like you're in the middle of doing something important. I mean, I guess dancing wouldn't really help you either. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, where are you? <laughs> and I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's good. Copyright. Okay. <laughs> No, it's okay if we're singing it. <coughs> no, but um, yeah, no, I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, I, I, guess, I would do the singing. Yeah, I guess singing for me too. Would you rather be in jail for five years or be in a coma for ten years? Ooh. Mm. Say it one more time. Would you rather be in jail for five years or be in a coma for ten years? I feel like they'll give up in ten years. No. Now they keep me alive. It's Ill- yeah, it's illegal to <laughs> just pull the plug on you. True. Um. I guess I'll be in a coma for 10 years. Yeah, because then you basically you just, it feels like five seconds. Yeah. I don't have to spend any time. But then you lose 10 years of your life. I'm about to say, dude, I think yeah, I'd at least I won't, At least I won't be an ex-con. That's I, true, too. I won't be on my record. Unless well, I wake, it, up, it, from it, the, it, wake it, up from the coma and become a mass murderer. It, it, de- it depends on how deep you will go into this. Because you go to jail, there's a risk of dying. But if you go to jail and it's like. Let's simple. say there's no risk of dying, but all the other risks come in. I mean, let's say you talk to the guard at the jail <laughs> and his eyes are big and his mouth is huge. We're not doing that kind of scenario. I think I, would rather, I think I would pick the five years because five years? you can still talk to your family. You still eat. You're still living. You still get to see daylight. You're still having that time of your life. Now, yeah, it's a dark part of your life in a way. And But I think I'd rather do the five years because there's, there's convicts that come back and make a successful living. You know, that's true. I think I would do the five as, years as long as you're not a you know. Yeah, that's half the amount of time, and I mean, I mean, you still come out of that. Pretty you can get off on good behavior. For, yeah. yeah, for me, that's why I was saying it was like, no, you're in the photo penitentiary. <laughs> you're, you're counting the days with chalk. <laughs> no, but what's it called? I say the ten years because it's a coma. Go in, you're out. Yeah, but again, you lose ten fucking years of your life. No, you can't talk to nobody, and you're 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 probably gonna lose family members. When I get when I get out of my coma, Cameron, I'll hire you. Even though you're you're which that's your record. I feel like it's going way off topic in a way. But when you're in a coma, I mean, obviously you're losing muscle mass. You probably don't know how to walk. You don't know how to. You'll have to learn to walk again. I mean, no problem. No problem. <laughs> no problem. You're like, I don't I'm, do that anyways. I'm built different. <laughs> well, let me tell you, that kind of, let me just tell a small town story real quick oh, off of that. I mean, it has nothing to do with a coma, but it has something to do with learning to walk again. My dad, at two years old, he was over at his cousin's house over in, uh, near Athens, Texas. You know, this is back in the 60s. Shout out uh, Athens. He was uh, he was out walking on the road with his older cousins. He was wearing nothing but overalls, uh, you know, barefoot. They were walking along the road. Uh, and my dad, I guess, just didn't notice it because it happened so quick. But his older cousin looks down, and there is a uh, cottonmouth snake latched onto his leg. Oh, shit. Already latched on? Already latched onto my dad's leg. Damn. And uh, he and she and his cousin screams. She's like, "Oh my god!" And uh, they have to they get the snake off and kill it. 
they have there's no cell phones they're out in the middle of fucking nowhere in the 60s in rural athens texas they have to care they run him back to the house they call an ambulance they get him to the hospital he's basically paralyzed for months he's in the hospital for several several months your dad it's my dad at two years old damn and uh after he's completely healed up he's all you know it's it takes a long time to heal up from that especially at two years old there's not that the venom it just like it covers his legs he almost lost his leg Bro, I thought he would turn into like a superhero or something. Nah, nah, but uh, <laughs> Snake, Snake Man. Man. He had to learn to walk yeah. again. And then, you know, a few months later, after he's already back at home, uh, his dad is going to go out and do some farm and till the land and all that. My dad likes. To, he was my dad was probably three or four at this time. He's tilling land. No, my, his dad is oh, yeah, my yeah, grandpa. My, my, my he just goes out there. He's bringing, uh, bringing his little toy cars and stuff to play out there. He's out there. He's just enjoying himself. Sitting supposed there. to be working. He's, well, he's, with he's like three years old. Get out there. <laughs> but anyways, as he's playing this water moxin, you ever seen a water moxin? Yes. They're like they look, they look like cobras. You know, they're those things come out the sides of their heads. One of those cobras, as he's playing with his cars, comes up right in front of him, bows up on him. Mm. And he's just speechless. He's like, he can't, can't even scream. But out of nowhere, his dad just like just comes to the rescue. Out of out of nowhere, he has no idea how, how his dad even saw dad it. Dad instincts. And then my grandpa grabs the tail of that snake, slings it around. And what they used to do to kill snakes is crack Slam them like it. a whip, and oh, it would snap okay. their neck. Oh, well, well as my grandpa, he's swinging it so hard when he comes back with it to crack it, the head just comes off. Lands on my dad's overall. Wow. <laughs> the tooth hangs on my dad's overall, and he just passes out. To this day, he's so fucking terrified of snakes. Man, at, the, man, <laughs> why the, at that point, I would not have my son out in the fucking pasture again. Uh, yeah, <laughs> neither would I. Jesus. Two incidences with snakes. <laughs> but right. he was fine from this one. All he did was just pass out from being so fucking scared. But yeah, to this day, he's so terrified of snakes because of that. Because I mean, it really, he had to learn to walk again and and all that. So I mean, he will have a dream about a snake and just be like shaking (laughs) to this day. Damn. Damn. What would he think if you got a pet snake? (laughs) Yeah, he's always told me, he's like, I don't really care what you do in life. If you have a pet snake, I'm not coming to your house. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Even better, Dad. I got a pet bird. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But, but whenever um, I got that tarantula, I didn't tell him I had it. He walks into my room one day and just sees like an aquarium looking thing. And he sees it in the corner of his eye and he stops. He goes, so what the hell do you have in your room? <laughs> I was like, don't worry, Dad. It's, it's not a snake. He goes, okay, what is it? It's like it's just a tarantula. And he goes, oh, oh. He runs out of my room. But, uh, but yeah. Anyways, back to uh, Would You Rather. <laughs> Do yeah. Have, do you have anyone? Um, Would you rather be in a room full of snakes or cockroaches? Snakes. Well, are the snakes venomous? There's two in the pile that are. And you <laughs> so, don't, uh, you're basically. Let's think of your office room. There's nothing but snakes. There's oh two God. venomous ones, and it's just a shit ton. Or would you rather just be in a room full of cockroaches? Room full of snakes. I'm gonna say room full of snakes. I'm going to say cockroaches because there's no chance of me dying. Dude, cockroaches are going to crawl up your asshole, crawl up your nose, no, and crawl through not. your eyes. <laughs> You're not getting eaten by them. They're not, they're not. The cockroaches. The cockroaches are scared of people. Oh. It's not the one. I mean, so are snakes, but they have they have a mech, defense mechanism. That's true. I don't know, man. One hit me in my head one time. The ones that fly. Shout out to the last episode. What? That's when you said it. What? You said that story. To the last episode? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the one, the cockroach. Cockroach hit you in your face and you flipped your mattress over to try to find it. Oh, I said that last episode? You sure did? I don't remember that. It's in there. I'll I'll sure just, I just heard it today. Yeah, man. That, damn. Um, Was I drunk? Yes. <laughs> All right. So Mason has this Netflix thing set up on his TV. So whenever you leave it, you leave it alone for a while it starts turning into these slides promoting their shows that yeah, they their have. tv shows yeah. yeah so right right now squid game popped up um i know we're not all caught up but 
what's it called? Uh, the main story. I think Cameron brought it up to me a couple of days ago. Can it was you explain me. Explain it a little bit. It was me. Yeah, it was actually Mason that brought it up. Yeah. So basically, I remember seeing something on Facebook. <clears throat> A news story had shared something. I know you can't believe everything that you read on the internet, but it said, uh, so what is Squid Games? Is it, I think it's a South Korean show. Yeah, it's yeah. South Korean. It's a South Korean show, and basically you can't, you can't watch anything like that up in North Korea. No. And then basically I think a high school student or a student somewhere had illegally downloaded it or did something. Smuggled that, it in. And basically. smuggled it in, and it was showing all these other students and all these other people this game that or this, this, this show that was popular. Um and then apparently people got wind of it, like the government or whatever the fuck, got wind of it, and that teenage kid had been killed by a, what's it called? Firing a squad. Firing squad. Yeah, he was ex- he was executed by the government because, you know, it's it's illegal to bring any kind of outside media into North Korea, anything yeah. that's not approved by the government. Yeah. And it is punishable by death. Yeah. And in fact, you know, Americans are not allowed in North Korea. But people from other countries can go there. Uh, you know, it's got to be a supervised visit. You have a government official with you the whole time. And when you take the train ride from South Korea to North Korea, once you reach that border, a uh, North Korean, you know, uh, soldier will check your bag and check your phone. And if you have anything on your phone that is considered against the government kill you on the spot (laughs) no they'll confiscate your phone and you get it back when you leave or they'll just straight up delete what you got on your phone damn yeah you cannot bring it in and you're not really supposed to take pictures or videos or anything but people do yeah i mean they'll just go up they'll take pictures of the government so what if what if you don't do your fingerprint or passcode or your your face recognition. They're like, hey, I'm all. Then they won't let you into the and country. And I'm like, hey, I don't know what you're saying, man. I don't speak Korean. Sorry. They speak English there. They are taught English. That is a second language they learn. Me, yeah. Espanol only. They, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> they will not <laughs> let you into the country. They won't if, you, yeah. yeah, they won't let you in the country if they can't go through your phone. <laughs> Which me, I'm like, <laughs> fuck it. I don't give a fuck about going in your damn country. <laughs> Yeah, held it in too long, but that's very man, strict. What did they do fucking years ago when there was no phones? Just, what do you mean? Then no, they, just they still don't have phones. What are you talking about? I'm, I kind of I haven't done much research, but I'm kind of curious on what all South or North Korea is limited to. So I, I've so watched a I, lot of videos. Yeah, on this. I, I have two, bro, and I tell you right now, their TV only has three channels: mm-hmm. propaganda, propaganda, and propaganda. Yep, all and government. All the households have a speaker. In their house, multiple speakers. You cannot turn them off. You can only turn them down a little bit. And it's just constant propaganda. It's, you know, the uh, Kim Jong-un leader, great leader, great leader. You you will listen to Kim Jong-un. You will obey. You know, it's, it's all of that. You can't turn it off, like I said. And you have to, in your household, you have to have more pictures of, you know, Kim Jong-un, Kim Il-sung, Kim Jong-il. The, those are the three yeah. leaders over the years. You have to have more pictures of them than your own family members. And you have to. That's so fucking crazy how people talk so much shit on the U.S. And, oh, my God, racial injustice. I want to leave. Let me get out of this country. Go live in fucking North Korea. Yeah. And here's the thing. North Korea, they've got a, a 0% homeless rate. A 0%, uh, they have 100% Everybody's job working, boy. Everybody's working. Nobody, nobody's eating, but everybody's working. And if <laughs> <laughs> there was one, uh, whenever, I think it was Kim Jong-il. He was he's Kim Jong Un's dad. Whenever he passed away, they did this huge funeral for him. There was this highly decorated general that decided to smoke a cigar during the funeral, killed on the spot. What on the spot? On the spot. As soon as he started lighting up, Kim Jong Un was like, "Hey, guards, do something about that. That's it's disrespectful." Oh, oh yes, yes, Kim Jong Un. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, basically. He had his own uncle executed. Yeah, ask him to take him out. He had his own uncle executed? He had his own uncle executed because he was actually next in line for the to be a leader. But he decided, nah, I'm going to Disney World. No cap. He went to Disney World. Instead, when he came back... He got capped. He, he did. He got he got killed. I, and I think it was uh, Get it, execution said, by dogs. What? Yeah. I, th- I think. Don't, you know, don't... Uh, quote me on that, but I I heard somewhere that uh, they fed him to 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 dogs, military dogs. Fuck. <laughs> God damn. 
so yeah it's a very strict country um there's there's a lot of rules not everyone drives a car some people drive cars uh the thing is they have these huge cities like uh i think the the main city's uh Pyongyang or something like that pyongyang pyongyang i think it's this thing it's this huge city you know huge skyscrapers big buildings they have the world's largest hotel all of those buildings vacant it's all just a show it's all to put yeah, on i'm about to say no one wants to go to fucking north korea the, all those tall buildings they have they have major road systems no one's on the road only like the elites have cars and but when i say elites i mean like big government officials kim jong-un of course has as a car no one's a no one's allowed to use the internet except for kim jong-un you know he's Probably gaming, playing some Minecraft or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's like a leaked footage of him playing oh. Fortnite. Drinking nineties. Trump made another mean tweet. Uh, well, there's a thing I saw. That's a Chinese accent. Huh? No, I didn't. I just said I, I made sure I didn't do a Chinese accent. I said well, Trump not, made another mean tweet. That's North Korean. North Korean and China are two different things. But anyway, <laughs> let me get back to this. <laughs> there was y'all know what Steam is? Like the on the computer Steam. Yes. You buy games and stuff on there. Yes, there is a there's a map, a world map, and it shows all these dots of who's who has Steam, who's using Steam. Yes, and you can look at that map, and there's one dot in North Korea from a Steam user. <laughs> Kim Jong Un's the only one that has access to the internet. You put two and two together. Boy, I straight or Steam. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it, it, you know it's crazy. And you know uh, what? L- l- Oh, sorry. Go but ahead. you know who's really good friends with Kim Jong Un? Dennis Rodman. What the fuck is that? Basketball player. Kind of played around the same time as Michael Jordan. No. Yeah, Dennis Rodman's a huge. Uh, well, Kim Jong Un is a huge basketball fan, <laughs> and he wanted to bring basketball to North Korea. And you know who he reached out to? Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman went to North Korea, helped them set up their own basketball team. They. Uh, they had an American team play the North Korean team. North Korea lost, but they called <laughs> they called it a tie. <laughs> uh, Hundred and eight to forty. Yeah, they fucking destroyed them. But it, is a, it is a tie <laughs> because if anybody has problems with that, <laughs> you will get executed. <laughs> so yeah, you know it's just a weird fucking thing. It's just so weird. Kim Jong Il used to. Uh, kidnap people and force them to uh become actors because he was really big into movies there's no movie industry in north korea so he had to kidnap people take them from their homes say you will be actor you you're gonna play in this movie that i made (laughs) (laughs) so you must die but literally you you it the scene you lose your life (laughs) because we have to make it realistic (laughs) we don't have we don't have special effects (laughs) But yeah, it's just it's a crazy country. It's it's insane. Fuck. And to think that's what communism does. Okay, so San Diego recently. A man has approached a military base in San Diego. Got out of his vehicle. He drove up to the gate, got out of his vehicle with a knife and approached the guards at a military base. At a military base with a Pulled knife. Pulled out a knife. Pulled out a knife. Brought a knife to a an army gunfight. Army gunfight? <laughs> I think it's actually. <laughs> God. I think it was Marines. I was doing what you were doing. Yeah, I, was about to say, I don't think. But it anyway, worked. anyway, it was part of the. Yeah. yeah, it was the Marine Corps. So he got up there, pulled out his knife, and just started aggressively walking towards the guards. They they lit him up, to say the least. Uh, there's not really much more news on that, but I'm thinking he wanted that to happen. I'm thinking that's suicide by well, military. <laughs> yeah, suicide by military. But uh, you know, it's crazy. There's there's really not. Any more details than that right now? And this happened a couple weeks ago. Damn. But, uh, yeah, isn't that insane? It's just... Get back, son. Get back, son. While you get that down, 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 down. <laughs> playing yeah. in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you, son. <laughs> I think it's actually... <laughs> God. Yeah, they just fucking unload on this guy. But yeah, you know, I thought that was that was weird. That was interesting. I mean, why? Uh, what other reason would he have to approach a military base with a nah, knife other than I want to die today? Yeah, seriously, that's Damn. like just suicide by military. <laughs> and I mean, really, 
what else could they have done? <laughs> I mean, if I was them, I wouldn't want to get cut up and shit. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like what we do. You know, if someone's approaching us with a knife, what what else can we do? Yeah. So, you know, whether because we don't know what their intention is. I mean, some cops we work with might go knife to knife. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about, but you don't need to know. <laughs> but so, yeah, that was just a, you know a quick little thing I wanted to bring up. Did y'all hear about NASA? <laughs> so NASA, NASA has selected a, a certain amount of people. I thought maybe it was eight, but I think it's less than that. Maybe like five. I think it's an odd number. Uh, they've already done it, but what NASA has done is partnered with this company that three D prints houses. The uh, this company, I forget what they're called, but they 3D printed some houses out in the desert. I think it maybe in Arizona or something. And uh, you know they're full, they're fully functional homes that are 3D printed. They have this huge machine that just base it it makes the house right there where it sits. NASA was like, "Holy shit, this is some good stuff. This is like some maybe colonization on Mars type of shit." So what they did was they had this huge warehouse. They had that company come in and make make a uh, model home that they might put on Mars. They selected, you know, five, six, maybe seven people to live in that house for like a year. And it's not just, you know, some kickback thing. Hey, we just want to see uh, how y'all react and stuff. No, they're going to work. They're going to have to grow their own food. They're going to do some research. These are not just your average Joe people. These are doctors. These are uh, uh, retired Air Force pilots. These are people who have degrees in, uh, you know, space things. Right. So they're selected. They're And, I mean, thousands of people applied for it. Uh, and it's kind of the first step to colonizing the colonizing Mars. Damn. Okay. So what if, what if, you know, I don't know. Mason was skeptical. You know, you know, whenever we're getting drafted, you know, we're not, we're not getting drafted. I'm just saying like, you know, if if something was to come up, you know, we'll get drafted, you know, space force is, you know, its own branch now. What if we got drafted? I say I got drafted into the army. You get drafted into the navy or something, the marines. Mason gets a letter <laughs> and it says he's been drafted in the space force. That'd be pretty fucking funny. Hell, I'd be jealous. <laughs> he just like damn. Would you be say, jealous? He'll probably you, fucking die out there. What did you say? I'm in the navy. Yeah. So I get to go out on a boat. Mason gets to go into space <laughs> and die. He doesn't know what he's doing. Who's he fighting? Aliens? <laughs> <laughs> I, say, Probably, I, mean, I don't know what the, I mean, Gotta protect the moon, you know. And and that kind of goes into my next thing. I mean, do <coughs> like I was talking to you about earlier this week. Do the laws of the land apply to those in Mars? Well, here's my theory on it. It's NASA, it's a it's a US government organization. So technically the US would be colonizing Mars. It's a territory of the U.S. What do territories have? Because, you know, you know that U.S. has territories, you know, islands and stuff that aren't states, but they still have the same laws apply, the same benefits you can get from the government apply to those territories. I think it'd be the same thing for Mars. You know, you've got all these other governments and stuff that are like, hey, you know, we could all kind of be a part of this thing. But no, come on. It's going to be the if, U.S. What if North Korea gets wind that we want to do that? And they want to do it, too. And well, they North Korea's already... And then we're fucking fighting on Mars. North Korea's already uh, been to the sun, according to their uh, history books. What? So, yeah, <laughs> that's another thing. <laughs> they're taught at a young age that North Korea, their, their leader, the original leader, went to the sun, and that's why they have fire. <laughs> so, anyway, North Korea, their technology is what we had in the 40s. I don't think we have a problem sound with like, them going to Mars. Sounds like those leaders are living in a fantasy. Man. You can't go to the fucking sun. <laughs> we went to the sun and we brought back fire. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so... Started with this lighter. With fucking lighter. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, for real, we would have no problem with fucking North Korea. If you look at their... What about China? China? You know what? China would be a problem. Hold on, <laughs> let, me, let me go back to... Because basically, Juan cut me off when you told me that I was skeptical about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah, my sorry. thing is, is if you're going to go and take this 3D fucking printed house, are, are you building the, the, the house there with the 3D printer? Are you making the house on the U.S. and transporting it to the fucking... To Mars? 
Like, what, what's going on? Because that's a good question, Mason. I I can only assume. What about oxygen? They don't have fucking trees. I don't know why, but I thought you were going to say Oculus. <laughs> they don't have a, so uh, oxygen on Mars. It's less than what we have here. Yeah, but not by much. Uh, they could plant some trees. Uh, Who's to say the soil is the same? That's the thing. Right now, they're in phase one. It's like, can we live in these fucking homes? Would you have to transport <laughs> transport fucking chickens and cows up there to probably to unless they got space animals, Ooh. space Cyclo- sheep, cyclops, goat, shark. <laughs> okay, damn, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you've been to Mars, Mason. <laughs> no, but my, my, going back to the three three D printed. I mean, I I know that they can build big stuff because I think I saw a video to where they three D printed a fucking boat. Yeah, I mean, the they really float. can. I would assume that they're going to bring the equipment there and build the houses there. Okay, if they do that, what's going to power the machine? What, generators that you probably. fucking have to transport up there? Probably battery-powered. It's probably all clean en- energy type of shit. I don't know, man. It's... Mason's just skeptical about everything. It's yeah. all right. I overthink that shit. It's like, how... Are you going to take all that stuff up there? Are you going to build it here? A fucking rocket ship can only hold fucking so many spacemen, and they had to fucking go, you know, like, how? I don't understand. I don't know. Have you seen are we SpaceX? Living in, are we living in Star Wars? Uh, are we living in a Star Wars? <laughs> <laughs> no, but have you seen uh, Elon Musk's SpaceX? No, I have not. You have not? It's a commercial fucking... <laughs> yeah, it's like a it's like a Tesla rocket ship. Yeah. Man, he's getting all kinds of shit. Who? Elon Musk. For what? He's getting into all kinds of shit. Oh, he's getting into. I thought it's like he's fucking he's fucking partnering with Jeff Bezos. Probably but is. Jeffrey Bezos. But yeah, so to conclude that, yeah, that's what NASA's doing right now. That's their plan. It'll be years, maybe decades before it actually kicks off but they yeah. have they have select those people i don't know if they're currently doing it or if they've already done it and they're out now uh the laws hey you know i i i'm thinking it's going to be same government laws we have here well right. i guess we'll just have to wait and see but guys we're out of time thank, yeah we are out of time thank you for listening to the episode of the code three podcast Make sure um, to check us out on. Thank you. Just gonna take his stuff. I didn't know he was doing it. This is, this I, look, at the, look at the sheet. I, he did it. You opened it up. Uh, whatever. All right, guys. That's all the time we have for the day. But I just want to thank everybody for listening in. Uh, make sure to check us out on Instagram. Check us out on TikTok. And uh, whatever you're listening to us on right now, check us out on YouTube. Check us out on Spotify at the Code Three Podcast. Thanks again, guys.